Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield Podcast. I'll tell you what, I'm steaming mad that Republicans blew it when it comes to impeaching Mayorkas. Marjorie Taylor Greene offered up this impeachment process that they could have gone straight to impeachment, sent Mayorkas's straight to the trial in the Senate. But eight Republicans blow it. We're going to talk about that and why they needed to impeach Mayorkas and maybe why it's more important to impeach Mayorkas than it is to impeach Joe Biden. Uh, of course, the podcast is brought to you by my friends over at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Now's the time to invest in precious metals. We see chaos literally everywhere, uncertainty everywhere. Only gold provides you with financial security, safety, and, of course, privacy. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, we're going to get into this Mayorkas thing and then this crazy fire underneath the I-10. L.A. basically covering it up. Why are they covering for homeless people in Los Angeles over this huge fire that shuts down the 10, uh, 300,000 cars a day? It's going to upend downtown Los Angeles, and they cover for the homeless people. Why? We're going to get into all of that as Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, folks, thank you for joining me. GrantStinchfield.com is the website, GrantStinchfield.com. Please, if you're watching this live on Rumble, Facebook, or Getter, uh, like the video and then share the video, spread the word, tell your friends. It's, It's so important. So one of the things that I tell you all the time is that I believe Joe Biden is the biggest national security risk to this country. There's no doubt in my mind that he is dementia-ridden. There's no doubt in my mind that he is incapable of making decisions in a pinch where if he was tasked with having to make serious, serious decisions about what our military should do or what missiles should be launched, I don't think he has the mental capacity to do this. And I certainly don't think he has the mental capacity to stand up to vicious leaders like Xi Jinping of China and, uh, of course, other Uh, leaders like Vladimir Putin, and you could even go down to Venezuela and things like that. So Joe Biden is a national security risk, Uh, and not to mention he's compromised by our enemies, by China, by Russia, Romania. Not that Romania is an enemy, but clearly we know the check's coming from there. Ukraine, you name it, the list goes on and on and on. So Joe Biden is a threat. He needs to be impeached, and here's why Joe Biden needs to be impeached. Joe needs to be impeached because we need to get the word out to the American public of what he's done. See, the mainstream media still in many respects covers for Joe Biden. If we could hold a trial in the Senate, the media would have to cover it. It would be very hard to keep all of the influence peddling, all of the corruption, all of the checks, the wire companies, the shell companies, the wire transfers, all of that would be nearly impossible to hide it all from the American people. Now, We know he won't be convicted in the Senate. He has too much cover from rhino Republicans and, of course, the Democrats. It's just too tight in the the Senate, basically being split. So we put Joe Biden on trial to get the word out. But there's another person that needs to be impeached because we could literally help America right now. We could help America this instant if we impeached Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas of Department of Homeland Security. This guy has been beyond culpable when it comes to the destruction of America. And notice when I talk about Joe Biden, 
that every single person he has put in a position of power, every single person he has lead to run an agency has done what? Made moves to weaken America and in many respects made moves to destroy America and kill American citizens. You can make this claim for Alejandro Mayorkas. The open border policies alone is an impeachable offense. He, he is he is uh, turned his back on his constitutional duties. There's congressional law that goes back to 2006. The border security law that says the Department of Homeland Security has an has an obligation to keep operational control of the border. We know that America has lost operational control of the border, and that is because Alejandro Mayorkas has purposefully given up operational control of the border, and he's given it, of course, to the cartels. So Marjorie Taylor Greene offers up impeachment uh, articles against him. They sit in the Judiciary Committee for months and months and months. Judiciary doesn't move on it. So she makes a move to offer this up on the House floor and with a with a uh, vote that, that would pass, but eight Republicans voted against it, with all Republicans on board, we could have sent this thing straight to the Senate for a trial. It fails. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene offering up that article of impeachment. He has violated his oath to uphold this constitutional duty by allowing the invasion of approximately 10 million illegal aliens across our borders. He has encouraged asylum fraud, abused the credible fear standard, and exercised mass catch-and-release policies. Yes, he's done all of those things. So why wouldn't you want to impeach this man? Unless, of course, you're part of the globalist rhino Republican uniparty that works with Democrats at at the demise of the American public. So let me go through some of the things that Joe Biden is actually responsible for. You have fentanyl, 300 American deaths a day, thanks to the Biden Mayorkas China fentanyl pipeline. You've got 85,000 migrant children that are gone missing. Poof. Imagine if 85,000 American children went missing. Poof. You've got a parole system, which is clearly unconstitutional in my mind. There's no court oversight. You're letting illegals into this country with no promise to appear out on what they call parole. But the system is like none other I've ever seen before. It is illegal. Then, of course, there's the Biden Mayorkas travel agency, this travel agency, something else. You get free bus tickets, free plane tickets to any place you want to go in America, all paid for by you and me, the American taxpayer. So the bottom line to me is Alejandro Mayorkas has a duty as the Department of Homeland Security secretary to protect us, especially from an invasion. He has done the exact opposite of that. Not to mention another impeachable offense would be lying to Congress, which I think he does on a regular basis. So the the situation at the border, you're saying, is not a disaster. That is correct. Folks, how does he have a straight face? And say the situation at the border is not a disaster. It is beyond disaster. It's a humanitarian disaster. It's a sex trafficking disaster. 
It's a drug trafficking disaster. It's a gang activity disaster. It's a cartel empowerment disaster. It's a healthcare disaster. Um, it's a drug dealing disaster. What, what more? What more do you need? Alejandro Mayorkas has literally pulled Border Patrol agents off the line. They are now processors. They literally just process illegals as they turn themselves in and they get brought to a facility to ultimately be released into America. We're talking upwards of 12 million people that we know of, the ones that we don't know of. Can you imagine 20 million illegals in the last two years coming into the United States? Nearly 10% of the population in America? It is frightening to say the least. So uh, I'm going to play a a clip of what Marjorie Taylor Greene has to say uh, about the eight Republicans who turned their backs on America, who turned their backs on their party and voted with the Democrats. I'll play that clip in just a moment. But first, folks, I want to tell you about this movie, Police State. Um, Police State is uh, it, it is. Let me get the. Let me get this up here. Where is it? Is this it? No, that's not it. Um, shoot, I thought I had a, 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 a website up for you to take a look at, but I don't. Um, so what am I doing here? All right. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I want to tell you about the movie Police State. Police state exposes the government's literally relentless, and I mean relentless, persecution of conservatives. America is becoming a police state. This new movie by Dinesh D'Souza is totally something else. It it really is amazing. Um, I demand freedom in America, but I'm not getting it, which is why I think all of you need to go see this movie, Police State. This totalitarian agenda that Biden administration is putting, treating conservative Americans like criminals, all of this is put on display for you to see and laid out only the way Dinesh D'Souza can lay it out. So here's what you do to go see this movie, okay? You can buy it or stream it now at policestatefilm.net. That is policestatefilm.net. I'm telling you, you have to see this movie, all right? goes into how we got here and how we turn the tide of this tyrannical agenda by our own government. PoliceStateFilm.net, PoliceStateFilm.net. All right, so I told you I would play you a soundbite from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, This is her talking about the eight Republicans that sided with Democrats to turn their backs on you and me, and specifically four of them. See, four of them sit on judiciary. Isn't that interesting? That's where these impeachment articles were sitting for so long. These eight Republicans just voted with the Democrats to protect Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas from impeachment, which is absolutely unbelievable. We sure do enable Joe Biden. We enable Mayorkas. We enable an open border. We enable an illegal invasion that's murdering Americans every single day. But we can't even move for a vote to impeach Secretary Mayorkas. So instead of doing the right thing, these wussbag Republicans, eight of them, vote 
not to impeach him and move it back to committee. So that's what happened here. This articles of impeachment against Mayorkas go back to committee. And what will happen in committee? This is where all bills go to die. This is where bills goes to dry up and wither literally on the vine. And lo and behold, for the members who voted on this, sit on the committee that's been holding this Mayorkas impeachment up. It's a con job, folks. It's a scam. It is no coincidence to me that Congress starts with con. Because the whole thing is a con job against the people of the United States of America. I personally am fed up with it. I'm sick of it, and something needs to change. When will it change? When we vote these clowns out of office. That's when it changes. So um, here's what I want to do. I want to read to you the names of these eight Republicans. And it's imperative that we name them, okay? Daryl Issa of California. Virginia Fox, Ken Buck, who's been a total disappointment of Colorado, totally disappointment, Cliff Bentz, Mike Turner, Patrick McHenry. That was one of McCarthy's guys. And remember, Patrick McHenry was talked about of uh, possible speaker choice. Tom McClintock, John Duarte. You remember those names. And if those are your members of Congress that represent you, you have to get them primaried. You have to get them out of office. This is the most cut-and-dry impeachment of all impeachments. And yet, they failed to send it through to the Senate, which means they're all in cahoots together. That's the bottom line. So this um, is GOP Representative Andrew Clyde talking about these eight Republicans. Well, you have a dumpster fire on the border, and Mayorkas is directly responsible for it. So he needs to be impeached. Uh, I voted against the resolution last night to, uh, uh, to not impeach him, to send it back to committee, basically. Uh, it, Mayorkas has failed the American people and continues to fail the American people. Our border is not secure. That is one of the greatest vulnerabilities that America has. A hundred percent. That alone is worth impeachment. But don't forget, Mayorkas is also partly responsible for weaponizing the judicial system. Department of Homeland Security. Think of all the agencies that fall under him that that are weaponized against conservatives. Think about that. Well, Troy Nels, uh, who's a great friend of this podcast, of my Real America's Voice show, he talked about all this. I don't think the members don't want to see uh, uh, Mayorkas impeached. I think they just say it should go through that channel, that that go through that committee of jurisdiction, which would be Homeland Security, which I believe Mark Green and them would say, we got enough on this guy to impeach him. We're going to go through the committee and get it through committee. So I, I don't think they're anti-impeaching Mayorkas. It was the process. Well, the process may have been right, wrong, or indifferent. You had a chance to cut with the red tape. You had a chance to speed a process up in Washington. But nothing moves quickly in Washington, right? This stuff gets dragged out. Marjorie Taylor Greene offers up what mounts to a loophole to get this thing straight to the Senate, and Republicans don't take it. So now it goes back to Homeland Security, Judiciary, wherever it's going to go, and it's going to end up getting the old kibosh on it. Now, there's another idea here. There's another plan that I have as what could be done in order to punish Mayorkas, and he does need 
to be punished because I believe he's broken the law. He's broken his constitutional oath. I believe he's a criminal. I believe he is part of the Biden sex trafficking ring that allows the cartels to move minors into America to be sex trafficked. All of this together leads me to believe that Secretary Mayorkas should be criminally charged. Well, back on The Real America's Voice show, I talked to a former commissioner of uh, Border Protection, um, Mark Morgan, about this very issue. Um, And this is what Mark Morgan had to say about the idea of criminally charging Mayorkas. Grant, there have been more dead migrants under his watch, more migrants thrust into life of trafficking, more migrants that have, have, have suffered unimaginable tragedies under his care than any other time in our history. You know, forget about impeachment. Maybe he should be criminally charged. I think there's a case to be made, Grant. And I don't say that lightly. I spent 20 years in the FBI. He's on the verge of that, in my opinion. I, I honestly believe we should have a hearing to take a look into whether there's criminal behavior and, and accountability on, on the behalf of Secretary Myricus. All right, you hear that? The current, former commissioner of Border Protection under President Trump. Mark Morgan is a true patriot, by the way. Make a case to criminally charge him. Mark Morgan spent 20 years inside the FBI. Right, if anybody knows what it takes to criminally charge somebody, it would be him. Um, here's what it's going to take, though. You're going to need a bold district attorney. You're telling me we can't find a bold conservative district attorney in a state like Texas or Arizona that's being just hammered on the border by these open border policies. You get a bold district attorney. You get a bold sheriff. You charge my orcas. You arrest him and you put him up for trial. That's what I think should happen. I absolutely do. And the sooner it happens, the better off we all are. All right, I did an interview with the former uh, chief of Border Patrol, Rodney Scott, under President Trump. He's got some thoughts about this. I'm going to play that interview in just a moment, um, talk about another patriot. Uh, But first, I want to tell you about the other patriot, Patriot Mobile, my Patriot Mobile phone is a Patriot Mobile phone. And uh, I will tell you, I went with Patriot Mobile before they started sponsoring this program. I went with them because I didn't want to send my money to companies that were supporting these woke, nonsensical issues. And so Patriot Mobile is on board with how we think. They support the Second Amendment. They support freedom of speech, right to life, first responders, our veterans, you name it. These woke mobile companies... Cell phone companies, they don't support those things. Why would I pay them? Now I can pay Patriot Mobile. I get the same service because they use the big three networks, but I don't get the woke propaganda that I get from the other cell phone companies. And best of all, 100% U.S.-based customer service so I can understand the person I'm talking to on the phone. Um, Here's what I want you to do. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash grant, okay? patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. The number is 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code GRANT and you will get free activation, which is a nice savings. And switching is so easy, man. Um, The other thing that I want to tell you is they have a performance guarantee that is unlike any other. Literally, you can switch between the networks forever what's best in your neighborhood. So um, really, I want you to switch to Patriot Mobile. Do it today. Don't wait around any longer. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant 972-PATRIOT 
patriot. All right, I told you that we would talk to Rodney Scott. Uh, This is him for my interview on Real America's Voice. Well, joining me now, former Border Patrol chief and current distinguished fellow for border security with the Texas Public Policy Foundation, our friend Rodney Scott is back with us. Chief, welcome back. Thank you for having me on tonight, Grant. I really appreciate it. Rodney, what do you think of what happened? They pushed the impeachment back to committee. Clearly, Mayorkas has broken his oath to the United States of America. So I've been on the record numerous times. I believe Mayorkas should be impeached. I've testified before the Judiciary Committee in the House on a couple of different occasions, testified to the uh, Oversight Committee as well. I really hope that they keep their word, that they're going to keep doing these hearings and investigation and still impeach him. But, you know, time is running out. You need to take action now. The the dumpster fire allegation uh, for the border is probably an understatement. Dumpster fires burn out. But this guy keeps pouring fuel on the fire and the border chaos is not slowing down. You know, a 10 percent drop to 309,000 encounters is a joke. Uh, It should be significantly less. And we still you thank you for talking about the gotaways. No one else talks about the gotaways. That's the real threat. Mallorca still refuses to talk about it. Let me let me just jump in. Why should he be impeached? Why I was still chief. He lied to America and basically said illegal aliens were being tested for COVID and they were being quarantined before they were released. Not true. We didn't have the authority to do that. He stopped all border wall construction against the advice of career government professionals. He shut down the migrant protection protocols against the advice of career government professionals. He unsecured the border systematically, and he's not taken a single step to try to fix that or slow down the flow. The man should be impeached. I like the charging idea as well. (laughs) I was proud of myself on the charging. I might just wish somebody would step up and actually do it. You know, the Democrats would do it. Lord knows they've hauled President Trump into court for for matters a lot less serious than this. And uh, well, Grant, think uh, about it for a minute. In most states, if you just like if you're looking at your phone and you wreck your car and kill somebody, you're you're responsible. You can be charged with negligent homicide. This man has killed thousands, thousands of Americans and thousands of illegal aliens crossing the border. And he continues to encourage the massive flow to the United States, empowering the cartels every single day. At the absolute bare minimum, how is that not reckless negligence? You know, and add in the sex trafficking. I have called the the Biden Mayorkas sex trafficking team the most prolific sex traffickers maybe in the history of, of this country. I get censored on Facebook and Instagram for saying things like that, but I don't know how you argue with it, Chief. Yeah, you know why you don't hear much about the uh, juveniles, the unaccompanied minors crossing the border now like you did in prior administrations? Because they speed up the process so much to release them to sponsors that it go through very, very little vetting. ICE is not even allowed to participate in that process. But they're just basically hiding them. They're sweeping children, human children, under the rug because they don't want the optics of them backed up at the border. They're going directly into trafficking. I guarantee a lot of them are. And we've got 85,000 of them missing, as I, as I mentioned. That's a disgrace. Could you imagine if we had 85,000 American children missing? There'd be outrage across the country. But uh, Could you imagine there's five case, missing? Apparently. Isn't that the truth? It really yeah. is. Um, which brings me to my last question for you. Could this be turned around right away? President Trump gets back into office. Could we get the border secure pretty darn quickly? Every single day that, this, that the border's left unopened, it's getting harder and harder. But yes, we can. We know how to do it. And again, when I say we, 
career government professionals that were doing this for years, getting better and better at it constantly. We know what works. You got to slow down the flow. You have to have consequences in place. It's not going to get fixed overnight. There are millions and millions of people that do not love America that have been released into America. And it's going to take a long time for ICE to go get them. But you know what? I love that Tom Homan and Mark Morgan both quote, we'll start one at a time. And I think yeah. we can do it. I know you can. Uh, former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott, as always, it's a great pleasure having you on the program. Thanks for the straight talk, my friend. Thank you, Grant. Have a good night. All right. So, again, it's up to all of us. we got to get President Trump in. The quicker that happens, the quicker all of that gets solved. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the I-10 bridge, why it matters. This is the bridge that caught on fire in Los Angeles. Um, a giant cover-up is going on. And what I'm, the reason I'm talking about it on a national broadcast like this is because it goes to the heart of liberalism and their willingness to cover up for their woke causes. In this case, homelessness. Um, I'm going to talk about that in, in just a moment. But, folks, you see this shirt that I'm wearing? Um, this shirt is from Defender Gear. American strength, fighter. When I walk into the gym with this shirt, when I walk out on the street with this shirt, Everybody knows where I stand, and that is the point. It is a Defender Gear shirt that says, I'm part of a team. I'm part of a posse. I am a patriot, and with all my patriotic friends, we are going to take this country back, and we're going to do it together. This shirt and the other shirts they make, Defender Gear, defender-gear.com forward slash grant, says we want our country back, and we're going to take our country back. You wear this shirt, you say you are unafraid and you are unapologetic about America and the freedom that should come with it and the willingness of us to fight for it. Again, this shirt, I love this shirt. This is one of my all-time favorites because it is what I feel we all need to be, and that is a a fighter. Um, So here's how you get it. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code GRANT15 for 15% off, okay? GRANT15 for 15% off. You can't beat it. And uh, here, take one more good look uh, at this shirt for good measure, right? American fighter. All right, now I want to talk to you about this I-10 bridge. So there's a massive storage area. This is what the city calls it. The state of California calls it. Underneath an overpass, the I-10 overpass. They called it a pallet yard. It wasn't a pallet yard. It was a junkyard. But then as you really got close to looking at it, it was a homeless encampment. Okay? Massive amounts of homeless tents and encampments uh, there. So Gavin Newsom and city leaders end up going out of their way. And I mean out of their way to make sure that, that, you knew this was nobody's fault that's homeless, but it had to be the people leasing the company. But I want you to listen carefully to what he says, because what he says, he gives it all away. Are they being held accountable? And the answer specifically on this site is yes. In fact, we're in litigation with the lessee. In fact, our inspectors have been out there on a consistent basis uh, with citations. Their lease is expired. They're in arrears. We believe they've been subleasing the space, and this was a lessee that we're aware of that was in violation. All right, so 
If the leasee is in violation, and then at one point he says the lease is expired, so what is it? If it's expired and you're in litigation, and you have this fire hazard underneath one of the most heavily traveled overpasses in America, the I-10 bridge in Los Angeles, um, why don't you clean it out? Why don't you get code enforcement in there as a state of emergency? You are cleaning that place up, but they didn't clean it out. They didn't clean up the homeless either. And the homeless were all over the place in there. I believe this fire was started by homeless. Okay? Now, they're officially saying it was arson. That doesn't mean it's not homeless. Here's a firefighter. There was a lot of vehicles uh, where people live, RVs, that were burned. Um, Several of the... A lot of vehicles where people live slash RVs. Let me just give you a little insight into Los Angeles. That means... Homeless people that are living in these beat up, broken down RVs and they collect, they, they connect the RVs to street lamps. They get power that way. It's a disaster. It's a mess. There's no parking on the side of these roads. There's certainly no camping on the roads. Why wouldn't LA just enforce the law? If LA would have enforced the law, this fire never would have happened, but they didn't enforce the law. And now they don't want to blame it on homeless people, on the unhoused, God forbid. Makeshift homes for the uh, people experiencing homelessness in this area were destroyed. Uh, yes, they were. That's the bridge I'm talking about. Look at what, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's like a 12-lane superhighway. Okay? Shut down for three to five weeks now. For three to five weeks This is shut down. You tell me if that's a good idea. Now, California could have done something about it, but they didn't. Political correctness got in the way of all of this. And that's the bottom line. Political correctness is no bueno. Um, I talked to Sheriff Alex Villanueva, the former sheriff of L.A. County, about political correctness. I'm going to play that interview for you, but first, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. MidasGoldGroup.com is the place I want you to go. Start collecting gold now. We see where all of this is going. We see where our nation's headed. You start hoarding gold. Forget about the price of it. Don't worry about that. The chart from gold from the beginning of time just goes straight up like a rocket ship. <clears throat> you start collecting it. Gold has stood the test of time as an inflation hedge as a privacy move because government's trying to track how you spend your money. We know that gold can help you protect your assets from the government. So again, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Here's the one thing about Midas Gold Group that I want all of you to know. I know these guys personally. I go out with them sometimes. Uh, I, I, I use them myself. And bottom line is I trust them. They know my kid, for crying out loud. Like, that's how much we know these guys at Midas Gold Group. So many of our listeners, between the Morning Answer out in L.A. and and this podcast, my TV show, so many of you have used Midas Gold Group and so happy. I urge any of you thinking about investing in gold to call Midas Gold Group and do it today. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, here is uh, Sheriff Alex Villanueva. This was my interview with him on Real America's Voice. Former sheriff there, Alex Villanueva, is back with us. Sheriff, great to have you back on. Uh, Good to see you, Grant. It's good to see you. You know, you tried to clean up the homeless. You tried to clean up these junkyards. (sighs) 
I wonder if they're wishing they would have listened to you back then, Sheriff. Well, you know what? They will never admit that. They would rather eat their own liver than acknowledge some error or past mistake. But look at the coverage from the news media. I think it was Channel 9. They actually panned the length of the freeway on both sides, east and west. And there was junkyard after junkyard, piles of pallets everywhere. Like it was a big old pallet circus going on with homeless encampments all over the place. And this is thing to happen. And it does not take a rocket scientist to figure out this was an incredibly stupid idea from the very beginning. Yet they insisted that it was okay. And let's not do sure, anything. What? Why do you think city leadership, state leadership goes out of its way to protect the homeless or I should say the unhoused, as they like to call them? Why do they go out of their way? Well, because their ideology is that the unhoused are neighbors and they're basically they're not homeless. They're unhoused. So they change the language. But look at everything that's going on with them. Look at their approach. A housing first agenda at the state level, at the county failure level and a massive failure that they refuse to admit. And they're still trying to build these eight to $900,000 condos to permanently house the homeless. And much less, they're going to tell them, hey, by the way, you can't you know, live under the bridge next to a pile of pallets you know, and build a campfire. I mean, what could go wrong, right? Well, <laughs> welcome to the political establishment in LA. So, you know, my buddy Larry Elder wrote a, wrote a book about, uh, look, what happens in L.A. doesn't stay in L.A., basically. And uh, this is why this story is important, because we see this happening in cities across the country. They take the cues from this type of leadership in this city. Why is code enforcement not just saying, hey, you've got to clean this up and just literally clean up L.A.? It, it seems to me to be that easy. Why don't they do it? You know what? It's actually a very good question, but it goes even worse than that. The bridges, the freeway spans, they are critical infrastructures. You have to have a program in place where you defend your critical infrastructures. And why on earth will they allow fuel to accumulate underneath a critical infrastructure? I mean, this is not a, a mistake of, a you know, we lost sight of it for a week. No, this was decades in the making where they did absolutely nothing. And this is incompetence at the state, the county, and the city level on full display right here. And let, let me ask you a last question on homelessness. We had a caller call into the radio program. As you know, I do morning drive for AM870 out there in Los Angeles. And he said that upwards of 75% of all first responder calls in the city of L.A. are responses to homelessness calls. Is that true? That is right on the money. It's very true. And this just taking apart fire, L.A. City Fire acknowledged last year that 54% are their fire calls where there's an actual fire are caused by homeless encampments. So the problem is real. And again, this is another one of these wonderful experiments from the far left where let's not do anything and see what happens. Now you can see. Well, if you want to clean up homelessness in California, I think you have to invite Xi Jinping, the chairman of the Communist Party from China, into, into your city, as they've done in, in San Francisco. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the program. But Sheriff Alex of Illinois, if I always appreciate when you come on the program. Thank you, sir. You got it, Grant. Have a good one. Absolutely. You too. And I should say, Sheriff Illinois was running for county supervisor. What a difference he would make in L.A. if we had a guy like that as the county Board of Supervisors is the head of that. Um, that would be a big plus for Los Angeles. So uh, give him some support.
All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. I so appreciate you listening. Can you believe next week is Thanksgiving already? Thanksgiving is upon us. Amazing to me that that is the case. It also means we are moving into the holiday season. So pay my friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow a visit, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant for big savings on almost all the products. I wear the slippers. I don't have them on today, but sometimes I show them to you. Uh, I've got the, the towels I've got the sheets. The Giza sheets are phenomenal. Even my kid says, Dad, I want the MyPillow sheets. Uh, And, of course, I've got pillows. You go on MyPillow.com. There's all kinds of products. Great Christmas gifts. And this is a parallel economy about supporting a guy who is completely under attack and still under attack. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Pay him a visit. Do it today. uh, And you tell him Grant sent you. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use promo code Grant. All right, folks, that's going to do it. I so appreciate you watching, listening on the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Share the video. Tell your friends and family. Because the only way we keep Stinchfield's army rolling is if we build our ranks. And I'm so grateful to all of you. Stinchfield's army rolls because of you. We will see you back here. uh, Let's see. Monday morning. um, as uh, As we continue here. How about that for an ending? Not so great. Folks, thanks for watching. We'll see you then.